Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. This is Pastor Alan Cheney from Cloverdale Church filling in for Pastor Tom, and I'm excited to be able to do this for him and to be with you today. Yesterday, we started uh, talking about the Christmas season, the Advent season, that time, that four weeks leading up to Christmas, uh, that we prepare ourselves for the coming celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And what an important time to remember uh, the true meaning of Christmas, that it's all about Jesus Christ. And we talked, uh, began to talk about this whole concept of light. And we see lights all around our society, on our homes and businesses everywhere. And there is a very good reason for that. And we began talking about that uh, yesterday. And I just wanted to continue uh, following up with a little bit more of what that light practically means in our lives. So let's pray together this morning. Heavenly Father, Lord, again, we thank you so much for your love for us. We thank you for the light that you do bring into our lives. And this morning, we are going to once again talk about very practically what uh, that light is that you bring into our lives and what that means and how we can depend on that light. So we just pray that as we look into your word this morning, that you would just open our minds and open our hearts uh, to your truth, that we might be transformed by your character. Lord, we love you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, like I said, we are looking at this whole concept of Jesus being the light, and what does that mean? I think if you've been in church any length of time around Christmas, as I have, uh, you're going to hear that Jesus is the light of the world. In fact, Jesus said of himself, I am the light. But what does that actually mean? And yesterday, we talked just a little bit about that Jesus came at Christmas uh, to light up our darkness so that we would, first of all, know what God is really like. Jesus came so that we would not have any confusion. We wouldn't have to stumble around and guess about what God is like, but that we would know him and we could know him personally. We also talked about the fact that Jesus came at Christmas to inform us of, our, of God's plan, uh, that God sent Jesus to be the salvation for all mankind, Jews and Gentiles alike. And so today what I'd like to do is move on and talk about a couple of other aspects of this concept of Jesus being the light. And that is, Jesus came at Christmas to guide our steps. That's another aspect of light. You know, when you're walking around your house in the dark, that is not an easy feeling. And you often wind up stubbing your toe and hurting yourself. And of course, throughout life, if you walk in the darkness, you're going to hurt much more than your toe. And Jesus didn't want us to have to live in that climate. And so he came to bring us the truth, to give us light, to guide our steps. In fact, in John 8, 12, Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Life is going to bring dark days. You and I are going to have disappointment when dreams don't come true dark days when we have doubts and we, we wonder if we're up to a certain task. Can I make it in life? Maybe you're struggling with a decision and maybe don't have a lot of confidence. There's always, of course, days of distress over illness or disease or a financial stress. We can have days of discouragement and depression over failures, death, loss of an income or a job. Life has so many ups and downs, and often we just are one phone call away from a discouraging day, from a dark day. And Jesus came to light up our life, to guide our steps 
through the midst of those difficult times. In fact, Jesus was very honest with us. That's one of the things that I love about the Bible. What I love about Jesus, it is just gut-level honest. Jesus said, in this life, you will have trouble. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. So he was being honest with us. We're going to have dark days. But for those who put their faith and trust in him, we can know that he's going to light up those dark days and we can follow him even when we don't know which way to turn. Now, the sad reality is our normal response is to pull out our own flashlight and try to shed light on our situation and maneuver uh, our, our way out of the dark on our own. And some people will pull the flashlight labeled relationships and they will say things like, well, if I could just get married or if I could just get unmarried, they pull out the flashlight of children. If I could just have kids or if I could just get the kids out of the house. Other people pull out the flashlight. If I could just change jobs, if I just had more money, that that would take care of it. Other people pull out the flashlight of changing locations. If I could just move to Idaho, then everything would be fine, right? We see lots of that going around. Other people pull out the flashlight of self-help books or self-help seminars or classes or a weight loss program. Some people pull out the flashlight that's called alcohol or pills. Folks, you don't need a flashlight. You need the light, the light of the world. So how does God guide our steps? When you have to make a big decision, what do you do? Well, the first thing we ought to do is talk to God. We ought to just reach out to him and express our discouragement, express our disappointment, express the fear or insecurity or concern, whatever it happens to be. I know Pastor Tom talks about how much he loves the Psalms, and I, I agree with that. David was just so gut-level honest with God about all of his emotions. In fact, I believe that is why David is called a man after God's own heart, because he was willing to go to God with just gut-level honest about whatever was going on in his life. And we can do the same thing. And prayer if even just a little bit, is that mustard seed of faith. When we turn to God in prayer, we're at least in a little way recognizing God's presence. Even if we don't know he's listening, I've heard people uh, start prayers that way. God, I don't know if you're listening, but, or well, right there, I think that but indicates a mustard seed of faith. And so how do we see God bring light into our life and guide our steps? It has to start with communication. It has to start with talking to God. And then you can always, always talk to a trusted Christian friend or a pastor that might be able to also shed light on the situation that you're in, be able to reference scripture that might be applicable to your situation. And so there are a variety of ways that we can uh, participate in what God is doing and connect with him so that he can guide our steps. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. You flip the switch so that you can see, right, in your dark room. So what's the switch we're talking about here with Jesus being the light that guides our steps? Well, that switch is spelled F-A-I-T-H. It's faith. And when we go in prayer, if we go to a trusted Christian friend or a pastor, it is in faith that we are expecting God to speak to us and to guide and help our decisions. That is a 
a crucial, important aspect of Jesus coming at Christmas to be the light of our life to guide our steps. And then ultimately, that light of Jesus at Christmas is intended to transform our lives. Jesus said in John 10.10, My purpose is to give them life in all its fullness. Jesus came to say, I want to talk to you about three kinds of life, new life, abundant life, and eternal life. He takes care of your past, your present, and your future. He said in John 12, 47, For I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. So what does it mean to be saved? Salvation is a word that means freedom. You're set free from yourself, free to become what God meant for you to be, free to be all that God has for you. What does Jesus save us from? A lot of things. He saves us from hell, yeah, but there's a lot more than that. He saves us from hopelessness of life here and now. He saves us to a meaningful, purposeful life. He saves us from fear because we can trust him. He saves us from worry and from doubt. He saves us from bitterness because he forgives us and teaches us to forgive others. He saves us from guilt. He saves us from the expectations of other people because we're living for an audience of one. He saves us from so many things, the habits, the things that mess up our lives. He wants to be your Savior. Now, I know many people think if I accept Jesus and become a Christian, he's going to transform my life all right, and I'm going to turn into some kind of religious nut. That can't be any further from the truth. God created you in his image to be a unique masterpiece. And when we come to Jesus and allow him to transform our lives, he's not going to transform us into some religious nut. He is going to help transform us into the person God created us to be more alive, living a more abundant, full life than we ever thought possible, being who he created us to be. 1 John 2.8 says, Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you are also living it, for the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. That is what I see a relationship with Jesus all about, that we are coming out of the darkness of the ways of this world and the, the lies that Satan tries to use to trick us into believing that life is about things that it's not, power, position, pleasure, prestige, all of that stuff. The light of Christ sets us free from all of those worldly uh, trappings that are going to leave us empty and helps us find true life in Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life has gone. A new life has begun. Now, I imagine that most of you uh, listening have made that decision. But if you have not, I would love to be able to pray for you today. Heavenly Father, Lord, if there is anyone listening to my voice right now that is yet to have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I would pray that today is the day that they would just simply say in their mind and their heart uh, something like, Jesus, as best I know how, I want to give my life to you today. I accept you as my light. I accept you as my truth. And I ask you to forgive my sins and to help begin shedding light and truth into my world so that I might know and have that fullness of life that you've promised in your word. Help me to set aside all the distractions uh, that keep me far from you. Help me to draw closer to you uh, so that I will be the creation that you uh, intended me to be from the beginning of the world. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, I am so thankful that I have had these last two days to share with you. And uh, next week, I may be back with you as well. Uh, Give Pastor Tom a little bit more time to heal up. God bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.